Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In-Depth. I'm going to break down today's episode for you. I'm going to start by recapping this week's sports highlights and anything crazy or exciting that might have happened. And then after that, I'll jump into a deep dive that will vary week to week. Okay guys, week two, JD Sports. I got a lot to talk about and I'm really excited. Sports are obviously going crazy right now, a lot going on. I'll catch you up first on the latest NBA and NFL. I'll start with LeBron James going to his 10th NBA final. 10th final in just 17 seasons in the league. Really, really impressive if you ask me or any of the big LeBron James fans out there. It's just, I mean, he shows up every night. He's a playoff guy and he knows what it takes to get back to the finals. And he did so. And what's really impressive to me and everyone out there is that he brought three different franchises to the finals now, which is very special. You know, first being the Miami Heat, then when he returned to Cleveland, bringing bringing the land there, um, and now the Lakers trying to chase his fourth ring. And the ironic part here is he kicks off against his former team. Uh, He's going against the Miami Heat. And uh, this Heat team, it's no walk in the park for Mr. James. They're a well-rounded group. Every player contributes and they play team ball. On the other hand, with the Lakers, all eyes on LeBron and AD. AD being Anthony Davis. So, yeah, a little bit about the Heat. You know, everyone steps up each night. uh, They have a top scorer, different name. Uh, Jimmy Butler is their superstar, but Tyler Hero can go off. Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo. I mean, that's how they are. Team basketball, um, whoever's hot, they put the ball in their hands. And that's how you win in this league. So uh, I think the Heat have a great formula. They've had a great formula for many years now. Um, They're coached by a Hall of Famer, Eric Spolstra. And, uh, you know, Eric's been there before. Uh, This is his fourth championship run. He has three rings. He's going for, for number four here. He's been there a total of five times counting this year. And a lot's at stake here. A lot's at stake. And uh, it's going to be a heck of a series. I do not, th- if you ask me, this is going to be a long series. The difference between who the Lakers have already played to Miami is Lakers played Houston, Denver, and the thing about Houston and Denver and Portland as well, but mainly Houston and Denver. They don't have great on-ball defenders like Miami. I mean, Miami have, everyone knows, finals MVP Andre Iguodala. Um, They have him to guard LeBron James. They have Jimmy Butler, a great on-ball defender. And uh, don't forget about Bam and Jay Crowder. I I mean, Miami defends at a high level. And uh, they're going for it. They're going for it. I was listening to a little post game last night. Bam had a special game yesterday, so he was making all he he was doing all the post game press conferences uh, as he should. Young players playing out of his mind. Um, and Bam was was talking about how they're not backing down that they're playing LeBron James. They're gonna give it everything they have. And I, you know, that's a pat on the back to the to the front office led by Pat Riley, uh, their coach Eric Spolstra. Uh, this is just a well-coached and a well-managed team that everyone's in it for a common goal, and that's a championship ring. Um, everyone has confidence. 
all the way from the first guy on the bench to the last. And and that's important in this league. Um, deep teams seem to be the best teams, and everyone is ready to contribute when they come into the ball game. So that's a little NBA for you. Um, cannot wait till we tip off game one on Wednesday night. It's going to be special, guys, and we're in for a treat. Uh, so now a little bit of week three NFL for you. The Giants and Jets struggled once again. You know, nothing new there. Uh, Giants basically got blown out by the Niners B team. And Jets were simply never in the game against the Colts. Um, same story here in New York. And I, I there's so many issues you don't know where to start here, guys. Defenses look weak. Quarterbacks look weak. Uh, run games seem non-existent. Uh, New York needs help. Both teams need a lot of help on both sides of the ball. So you know what? I mentioned them, but they're not really worth going into. So here are some other things going on around the league. Uh, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles came in for relief for starting quarterback Mitchell Trubisky and led the Chicago Bears to victory. I am someone who didn't want Nick traded in the first place. He led the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl. And then you commit to an injured Carson Wentz, uh, who seems to get injured every year. I know Carson's got a lot of talent, but Nick showed that he could put it together in the postseason. I would not, if I was in the Philadelphia Eagles front office, I wouldn't have been in a rush to get rid of Nick Foles. Uh, Some people might disagree with me. Some might agree, but St. Nick Foles, you know, he's a talent. He proved that he could throw the ball in the biggest of games. And Wentz seems to, you know, he's struggling again this year. So, you know, that's that's something that they should have looked a little more into. And not only did the Chicago Bears win the game, guess who blew another double-digit lead? The Atlanta Falcons. And the Atlanta Falcons, they're just struggling to close games. Uh, I mentioned it last week in week one on our show. It starts with Dan Quinn, but I feel that the Atlanta Falcons, they got to be more aware on defense second half. More aware. More aware. Cover down the field. You know, you know uh, Chicago's coming from behind. They're going to throw down the field. Secondary, stay with your man. Do not expect the run. Everything's going to be in the air, folks. But all in all, Atlanta seems to be cursed ever since Tom Brady scarred them in the Super Bowl. Uh, That seems to be over their shoulder, you know, devil on the shoulder there for Atlanta. It's just, uh, I feel bad, but again, it it all comes down to preparation and practice, and Atlanta will be just fine. If they have to make changes within the organization, they will do so, and, and you'll see Atlanta back on the map. They have a lot of talent, but they need to get it together defensively late in games. That's very crucial, guys. Yeah, so a little bit about that game, and also, America's Game of the Week came down to the wire. Uh, Cowboys Seahawks. That that was awesome last night, guys. Um, yesterday evening was, was a phenomenal game, back and forth. I do think that the better team won. Uh, Seattle seems deadly to me. I, I put them in that camp there with Kansas City. Uh, just a, just a really good ball club. Good front to back. I, I mean, defense looks good. Russell Wilson's looking like an MVP candidate. I personally. Kansas City against Seattle is what I want. 
I think uh, a ton of people think the Chiefs are going to get back there, but it's if Chiefs could finish the job for back-to-back titles. That's very hard to do, guys. So Seahawks off to a hot start, 3-0, and uh, yeah, Cowboys, uh, a tough loss, but you know what's good in the NFC East? You really don't have to, you know, 8-8, eight and 9-7 eight, and seven is going to win that. They'll be just fine. I think Cowboys still make the playoffs, but they do not look at as dominant as Seattle. Well, although Dak's throwing the ball, man. He's playing like an MVP. He's just got to get the rest of the team around him. So, yeah, moving on from America's Game of the Week to Sunday Night Football, Saints look to be taking a step back. Two weeks in a row, they're taking a step back. They lost to a very good team uh, in the Cheeseheads over in Green Bay. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers look good, and uh, they should be at the top of the NFC again as well. Uh, they lost in the NFC Championship uh, last year. Played played their butts off. It, they were awesome. Uh, they were awesome, and I, I think they'll do the same this year. You know, getting to that Super Bowl is going to be difficult, but they're going to be in the conversation. And here we are, late Monday night. The Chiefs got the better of them, folks. The Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens 34-20. Patrick Mahomes put on a clinic. 31 for 42, 385 yards in the air, and four dimes to his receivers in the end zone. And ran one in as well. Lamar struggled tonight, and the Chiefs D got the better of him. A great matchup here tonight, and plenty more to come throughout the season. You know, there was so much hype going into this game because the last two MVPs are who? Lamar Jackson of last year and two years ago, Mr. Patrick Mahomes. And, uh, you know, that's that's what it, re- you know, it really comes down to. Kansas City was able to achieve that ultimate goal of a championship in last year. But Baltimore, um, although they won, you know, close to 10 years back when Flacco took out Colin Kaepernick in the big dance, They want to get it done with their new star, uh, Lamar Jackson. They should get there. You know, a lot of teams are looking good right now, so I don't know how soon that championship's going to be for Baltimore. But it's two great coaches in this game tonight as well with Andy Reid, who's been around this league a long time, and John Harbaugh for for Baltimore, him and his brother, uh, in and out of football their whole life coaching. Don't great teams start with great coaching? And and you got an example of that here tonight. What is amazing to me about these two young stars, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, they're ready to learn. They're not guys who who are content with their play right now. Mahomes, you know, everyone's calling him the MVP of sports, and in my book, he is too. But he was saying he's got work to do. He wants to read these defenses better. He wants to know when to hand the ball off or have a pump fake where he's dropping back. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. Someone could be the best to you, but they're not the best to themselves. And that's why Patrick Mahomes, he'll be in the Mount Rushmore when he's done uh, of greats because he's got a... It's never I'm the best and I'm, I'm done learning. The best ones learn all the way till the end. And that's what's great about Pat. And Lamar seems to be following his footsteps as well. Good kid on and off the field. Good leader. And with the two of them, these two MVPs, they were able to have their team rally behind them with them being at a young age, showing you that their talent and their leadership on and off the field, it's just unbelievable. They, you know, these guys, are, 
command that locker room and everyone rallies behind and it turns into winning records, winning seasons. And uh, last on the agenda here, I wanted to mention, at least mention, I, I know NBA and NFL, uh, they take the main leads now, but the MLB just finished their 60-game COVID season and they start the playoffs tomorrow. You got a good matchup, Yanks against the Indians. Uh, Yankees-Indians, that should be neck and neck. And we'll see. I mean, Dodgers are the favorites. Uh, then the Tampa Bay Rays, then the Yanks. So, uh, you know, anyone could win. Anyone could win. As you saw in the NBA with a COVID year, Miami was a five seed. Got hot at the right time. A lot of veterans, a lot of young guys. Everyone gelled and had a common goal. So, yeah, just wanted to tackle the three main sports for you. And uh, now we'll jump into our deep dive. So the deep dive tonight is with LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. And I know this is a touchy subject for some, but with Mike and LeBron, they want to compare legacies and see, is LeBron James as good as the GOAT Michael? Now, for me, it comes down to rings and Michael has more. It's six to three, LeBron's chasing four, but at this moment, six to three. But for the LeBron James fans out there, they do have a point, and I agree. LeBron James has taken not one, not two, but three franchises to the big dance. And that can't be taken for granted. LeBron James is that special of a leader, of a scorer, of a passer, of a teammate, that that he rallies these guys right behind him. And keep in mind as well, LeBron James, this is his 10th finals appearance in which Michael Jordan only has six. I know Michael's 6-0, and which is what I focus on, but LeBron, this is his 10th. He's 3-6 and thus far, looking for 4-6, and but that's not promised against this Miami group. I know the game's different now, in which players hop around and they don't want to stay on one team for their whole career, it seems. Uh, LeBron thinks it's more impressive, and for all the LeBron fans out there, it's more impressive why. You're taking new groups to the finals over your career. You're not sticking with one team. You're not relying on one coach, one front office to make those decisions around you their whole career. LeBron shows that where he goes, that team ends up in the finals or wins it. So we have a heck of a debate there, and that's why I wanted to go into it. Because it's tough. It's tough. And, and I agree, too. I'm, I'm more on the Michael bandwagon because it comes down to wins. But what has me leaning or at least seeing both sides is that LeBron James, he has a different sidekick. And I don't want to offend, you know, AD, Kyrie Irving, Dwayne Wade, who he had in the process as sidekicks. But they're sure number twos to the king in LeBron James. Guys like Kobe, MJ, they do think staying loyal to a franchise shows your commitment, shows that you're going to have guys in and out of your locker room and show them the culture that stands within one organization. But LeBron has something different to say to you. And and I think it's very interesting how, and that's why it's a good deep dive here today with with LeBron going back to the finals, of course, because Michael and LeBron If they played in each other's era, they might be thinking differently. If you're LeBron James, yes, we and the world today compares him to Michael Jordan, 
but LeBron might only want to be compared to himself. I am the game's great because this is how I do things, and it's a new way to do things. And I think that's awesome and good for him because he doesn't want to be, you know, a puppet or, or a gimmick of Michael. He wants to do it his own way and be considered right next to Mike at the end of the day. And I think that's a big statement for him to not copy the, the game's greatest player or the game's greatest player thus far if to the LeBron fans out there. So thanks everyone for listening here tonight, week two on Sports In Depth with JD. And I want your opinion. I want to hear from all of you about the GOAT debate between LeBron James and MJ. You can reach out to me on Twitter at JAYDSports1 and let me know who you think is the GOAT. See you all next week and uh, appreciate the love. JD out.